most Christians feel unqualified and unprepared to make disciples. We exist to help simplify disciple making so you can live out your faith and impact others. Welcome back, friend, to the Simply Disciple podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Martinez. So excited to be here with you today because we're talking about something so, so, so important, the secret to growing in the Christian life. Uh, Now, when you read that title, you think, oh my gosh, what is the secret? Could it be church? Could it be reading your Bible, prayer? Uh, Yes, those things are super helpful in growing in the Christian life. But today I want to talk about something that I think will be absolutely crucial to your growth in the Christian life. But before we do that, I want to give you a free gift. It's a free gift, my online Disciple Maker workshop. It's called Disciple Maker, Four Steps to Love at Your Faith and Impact Others. It is an awesome resource for you, four steps to love at your faith and impact others. I've put so much good strategies and tips and tools in there for you to grow as a disciple maker. Go ahead and check that out. There's lots in there for you. I'll leave the link below in the description for you to check out later. Uh, now, we've got that out of the way. Let's talk about this awesome secret to growing in the Christian life. And here it is. It's This is all it is. Disciple and be discipled. Disciple and be discipled. That's it. That's the secret to growing in the Christian life is to disciple and to be discipled. Maybe some people have heard it before thinking like, you should always have a Paul, and you should always have a Timothy. So here's the reason why I say this. A long time ago, I was approached by a friend of mine, and he said that he had just spoke with an older gentleman who was in a nursing home. And he asked this gentleman, how in the world did you continue in the faith on into your 90s? And this gentleman told him, I always had somebody discipling me, and I always was discipling somebody else. So he was saying, I always had somebody above me, mentoring me, coaching me, leading me, helping me in the faith to grow, and I was always doing that for somebody else. I was always having that in my life, no matter where I was or what I was doing, that's what was going on, and that's what the secret was in my life. I thought that was profound and awesome, and I thought absolutely worthy of a podcast episode. So I want to give you some tips on why in the world that makes sense. So the first one is disciple, right? You disciple. You disciple somebody, you lead somebody. So what does that mean? What does that mean uh, for you to disciple somebody? Well, that means you enter into a process called discipleship, right? So discipleship is the process where a follower of Jesus helps others grow and mature in Christ so they can reach and teach others to do the same, right? The the point is we want to multiply our faith to others so they can multiply to others so that the whole world can be reached for Christ, right? But it is a process where you as the follower of Jesus will help somebody else grow and mature in their Christian life. So what do we help them with? Well, there's a lot of things, and we're going to be talking about that in a future episode, so stick around for the next couple. Uh, But we will be talking about things like uh, maturity in our faith, stewardship of things, other things of that nature, how we can share with others. But really, all you're going to be doing uh, is helping somebody grow in Christ. So what does that look like? It can look like accountability to spiritual disciplines, right? Think of it like this. If you want to grow as a better basketball player, how do you do that? You get really good at the basics, learning how to dribble, figuring out your layup, working on your jump shot. If you want to grow in those things, you work on your spiritual disciplines. So that can look like holding somebody else accountable for those things, like reading the Bible, uh, knowing God through prayer, those kinds of things. If they don't know how to do those things, you get to show them how and walk with them through those things. Maybe you go through a book together, right? Maybe it's something by Tim Keller, one of my favorite authors, or a book on how to share your faith. Maybe something by Sam Chan. He's a great one to look up. Uh, Or maybe you go through a book of the Bible together. This is one of my favorites, right? You're giving them homework to have, uh, and then you come back together and you talk about it together. Maybe you're in the book of John or the book of Mark. Great places to start. Or you're reading through a chapter together. You come back and you talk about it. 
Another thing that you do when you disciple somebody else is you go on mission together, right? You want to share your faith uh, with those around you, and you want somebody, uh, the person that you're leading, to come with you so they can see it happen in real time, right? Uh, it's called evangelism in the context of discipleship. We'll talk more about that later, but that's really what you're doing, and that's how you disciple somebody. So maybe that looks like you having a big Super Bowl party, inviting your friends that you are leading in the faith, and inviting your friends who don't know Jesus, and maybe in the midst of that, before or after, maybe even during, I don't know, you have a conversation about Jesus. Maybe you share a testimony, you let them share their testimony on how they got to know the Lord, and bada bing, bada boom, there you go. You're having a gospel conversation, right? So that's how it is. Now, we're going to be unpacking in the future uh, episodes what it really means to disciple somebody, how you can do that, the practical tips on what that looks like. But I want you to know right now, the first part of the secret is to disciple somebody, to lead somebody in the faith, uh, for you to help them grow and mature in their own life. And that's going to help you grow in the Christian life. Why? Well, if you're telling somebody, hey, go read your Bible, uh, go pray, go share your faith, man, you have to do that too. Now you also, you. I mean, how in the world can you make somebody do something that you're not going to be willing to do yourself? Right? And so if you're saying to somebody, hey, let's read the Bible together, you now have to grow in your faith every single time, right? So good. Now the next thing. So the first one is you disciple. The second one is be discipled, right? So if you have a Timothy, always have a Paul. So you want somebody who's one step ahead of you in the faith, one season ahead of you, right? So maybe if you're in high school, you look for somebody in college. Maybe you're in college, you look for a young adult, and so on and so forth. I'm a big fan of keeping them in age groups and seasons if we can. But man, I love it when somebody older in the faith will sit down with somebody younger and help them. So if you want to be discipled, look for somebody older in the faith. A really great place to start is go to your pastor, your elders, or some deacons and say, man, who do you think would be somebody uh, in the church that you think would be willing to mentor me and disciple me in the faith? Now, what does that look like? The exact same thing we just talked about. Uh, maybe you approach that person and you say, I-, I would love if we just sat down together and held each other accountable for the sin in our lives and maybe even uh, the spiritual disciplines. That would be great. Or, man, I would love it if we went through a book together and just talked about it and you walked me through some things in my own life, maybe my own marriage and those kinds of things, right? So you are discipling somebody and you are being discipled. Maybe even go on mission together, right? So those are the two things that I want you to keep in mind as a secret to growing in the Christian life. I have a bonus for you, though. I have one more uh, bonus tip that I think uh, will be the secret to helping you grow in your Christian life. So we talked about being led and leading others in the faith, but here's one more. So the first one is you disciple, and the second one is be discipled. The third one, I think, is make disciples. It's make disciples. Well, here's why I think that. There's a time when I was in Australia— I was ministering to students on the campus there, and a student came up to me with a list of questions, and we would weekly sit down at a coffee shop and go through these hard questions that he was having, wrestling with faith and God and Jesus and the Christian life. Why this? Why that? What does this mean? And I had to explain it to him. Now, what do you think happened when I came across a question I didn't understand? I had to look it up, right? I had to go seek it out for myself. I had to say to him, you know what, man? I don't understand. Uh, I, maybe I'd, I don't, uh, I've never asked this question before. Uh, I've never uh, figured this out myself. Why don't we come back here next week and we'll figure it out together. I'll go back. I'll look up some things. You go look some things and we'll talk about it next week, right? Now, this is a secret to growing in the Christian life because now you are being challenged in your faith, right? You are having to look up things maybe you didn't know before and you're stepping out of your comfort zone. So you get to better know your own faith by being challenged by the faith questions of others, right? I'll say it again. You get to better know your own faith 
by being challenged by the faith questions of others, right? And so uh, when you seek to make disciples, you're stepping out of your comfort zone in dependence on God and having to answer questions maybe you never had to think of before. Now think of that dependence on God, right? When you depend on God, I mean, let's be honest, let's be real. How often outside of suffering and hardship and those outliers, do we actually depend on God daily? It's, it's hard, right? Maybe if you have a good job, you have a good relationship with your family, those kinds of things, maybe it's easier for you in that regard. Uh, or maybe you're going through some sickness or some health issues or some loss in the family. Then at that point, you know, man, I have to depend on God. He is, he's my lifeline, right? If, without dependence on him, I don't know what I've got, right? Now, I want to encourage you, when you make disciples and you step out in your comfort zone in dependence on God, All you can do is grow in your faith. That's all there is to it. You have to grow in your faith because you have to depend on God, both for your growth and for their growth, right? When we make disciples, it's not us who gives the growth. Uh, The Bible says that it's God who gives the growth, right? And so I want to encourage you with this. Disciple. Disciple others. Lead others in the faith, and that will force you to grow in the faith. And then be discipled by somebody. Have somebody mentoring you, helping you through accountability, working through uh, reading the Bible and asking good questions in your own life to work through sin and those kinds of things. So disciple, be discipled, and the last one, make disciples. Right? These three are the secret to growing in the Christian faith. If you're sitting here saying, Nathan, I've been going to church for a long time. I'm in a small group. I've been reading my Bible, but I want more out of the Christian life. I want to continue to grow. I want more out of what's already happening, what I've been doing. I feel like I'm in this rut. I feel like I'm stuck in my faith and I need to grow in my Christian walk. I want to encourage you, disciple, be discipled and make disciples. Those three things are the secret. I'm convinced growing in the Christian life. Okay, that's all I have for you guys. Let me pray. We'll get out of here, okay? Father, we thank you so much for your kindness to us that you would allow us this truth that we get to disciple, be discipled, and make disciples. I think of 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 2, your call to us uh, to entrust we've learned to others. I pray that it would be so for the listener, that they would uh, do this for the sake of your name among the nations. Let it be so. Amen.